Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. Accelerator Podcast. Hunter Lowry here. I'm a financial advisor, and my goal is to help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. Okay, guys, it is November 7th today. Can you believe it? Almost the end of 2022. Jeez, Louise, it's gone so, so quick. So if you would like to get help with your financial game plan, talk about how we can reach your financial goals while taking on less risk before we get to the January 1st, New Year, New Meagles, <laughs> feel free at any point in time, you can go to my website at hunterlowry.com. You can schedule a discovery call one-on-one with myself free of charge. We can go over what you want to accomplish and just figure out the the easiest way for you to get there. So with that, a lot going on in the market this week. We have midterm elections coming up tomorrow, inflation data coming out. There is a lot of stuff happening that can move the market in either direction. So uh, before we get into the midterms and a little bit of you know what I think is going to happen and, and what it could do to the market, I want to go back again and just look at a historical perspective, which again, we, we talk about this a lot, but it's pretty interesting to look at. I saw an article come up So I went through and read it. And basically it was looking at every single year of the market since 1936 until 2021. Obviously we don't have all of the end of year data for 2022. So it goes all the way up to 2021. But crazy, if you believe it or not, over an 86 year period, there have been 20 negative years and 66 positive years. So there's a good thing, right? Long-term diversification, of course, uh, you're gonna do well over the long run and long-term investors are rewarded. We talk about it all the time. So within those 20 negative years, four down years were of a loss of 20% or greater. 33 up years were a gain of 20% or better. So, of course, obviously a much better percentage chance that we're going to have a very large up year than a very large down year. Since 1936, every single down year and every single down year of 20% or greater, it was followed the next year by an up year of 20% or greater. So, um, kind of looking back at those four down years of 20% or greater, when were they? So, 1937, the market fell 34 0.7%. In 1938, subsequently, it went up 30.1%. In 1974 was another major market crash. The market fell 26.5%. That was in 1974. In 1975, the market went up 37.2%. In 2002, we all remember that one, market went down 22.1%. Then in 2003, it jumped up 28.7%. And then finally in 2008, most recently, the market went down 37%. In 2009, it jumped back up 26.5%. So moral of the story here, 
Every single time after a major down year are when some of the biggest gains happen. Now, obviously not every single one of those times did the market recover in a single year. Um, normally that doesn't happen. It normally takes a little bit longer than that. But as we talk about all the time, the only ones that get hurt during the roller coaster are the ones that jump off halfway through. <laughs> we gotta stick it through the long run. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, markets are down around 20% right now, some higher, some lower, again, depending on which indexes you look at. But the S&P hovering right around that negative 20% mark. So it will be very interesting to see if 2022 finishes at a below 20% downturn, what's gonna happen in 2023, which is yet to be seen. So uh, looking a little bit more more short term here, let's look at the midterm elections and what's going on. So obviously midterm elections are coming up tomorrow. The major consensus is that, you know, Republicans are going to take over the House and the Senate. The Senate. Um, that's what's supposed to probably happen, which is going to create a gridlock within the political system. Basically meaning that no major federal legislation is going to be enacted without bipartisan support. So even further, basically no crazy changes are coming out of nowhere that we didn't see coming that can happen really quickly, which is a great thing for the markets. The markets love certainty. They love that. Markets love political gridlock. So, you know, there is a decent chance that we could see a short-term rally. We could get some tailwinds, especially maybe if these inflation numbers come out a little bit better than expected and gridlock happens within the political system. We could potentially see a short-term rally here. But does that mean that you should change your whole game plan? You know, this is going to really trigger the Greer, the <laughs> Greer fear, uh, the fear and greed thing. It's kind of a tongue, tongue twister. <laughs> right now, everybody's been fearful of the markets. And rightfully so. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not reasonable to be fearful. Who in the world likes to see their portfolio down 20%? I mean, I get it. But the conversation this year has been a lot about how can we be more defensive? How can we limit our losses? You know, how can we protect what we have? Which is a great conversation to have. And I think, you know, it's important to uh, make sure that we're talking about these things, even when the market's going in a positive direction. But what I do not want you to do is see a potential short-term boost in the market after this week, you know, again, if things happen as they're supposed to, and then want to change your whole game plan and say, oh, okay, you know, now we're, we're, out of the, we're out of the water here. You know, the, the sky on the horizon looks better. Let's get back and be aggressive. Let's change up the portfolio, make a bunch of moves, and let's put it all on black again. It's, it's time to go. We're going to get a big, big rebound. Well, not so fast, right? We want to be set up in a way that the short-term movements do not matter. We don't want to be timing the market with all these crazy things that are going on. So just be prepared for some more volatility. Remember, volatility does not always mean a negative thing. You can have positive volatility as well. And again, that could happen here when we see some gridlock and, and maybe if we see some decent inflation numbers coming out, I believe it's on Thursday of this week that we're gonna get those numbers. So moral of the story here, do not be worried about the short-term movements over the next month or two months here. It's not going to have a crazy effect over your long-term game plan. Be diversified with some buffered and fixed strategies. And again, it is very important currently because we want to limit the losses, but we need to be open to having these conversations and have these buckets set up in place, even when the market's doing well. Those parts of your portfolio, they're like buying insurance, right? It's kind of funny, you know, everybody wants to get insurance when they need it. When they don't need it, they don't want it. 
after a health scare, people want to get life insurance. After fire season in Northern California and it comes close to people's houses, they want to get fire insurance and they can't get it anymore. We want to have these insurances set up before the bad things happen. And those buffered and fixed strategies in your portfolio are those insurance policies for the down years because again, it's not an if, it's a when they're going to happen. So do not make any major changes to your portfolio based on the news of this week. We should be set up in a manner, again, where we can watch what's going on, be prepared for it, but not have to go in and make a ton of trades to get into a position where you wanna be. And again, as always, if you have any questions at all, I would love to chat. You can head over to my website at any time. So it's a great day to have a great day, everybody. Take care.